0: welcome back in it is a Friday it is the Bill Michaels show I'm Ben Kenny he is Grant Bills he's on Twitter at Wisco grant you can also hear him from four to six on much of this same network the Wisco sports show I'm at Ben Z Kenny uh, the podcast for my show Kenny and Heilprin is up last night talking whether Wisconsin has the best backfield in America players we would like to add to that Wisconsin team if we could just pick somebody across the country from a roster take him away put it on Wisconsin what would we have done that podcast is up just search kenny and High open 877 867 1670 what was the packers best off season move what move did they make uh, that will prove to be the thing that leads to the most success there are a lot of good options here this was not a cookie cutter off season of here are a couple draft picks. Here's a free agent or two. Here might be a new coach. And then you go. No, they hired Rich Passaccia after letting go of Mo Drayton. That could be an option there. Does his presence off the field do enough to make the difference come playoff time and on the special teams unit in general? There was obviously the Devonte Adams trade. Whether you believe that Rogers zoning in on him was a big downfall and his absence would then make Rodgers spread the ball around more and find success. And then because of that, you're able to draft both Devonte Wyatt and Quay Walker in the first round. So that could be an option there. The one I think I'm going to pick Grant, and this could be going out on a limb, Matt Schneiderman at the Athletic also had this take when they all went around mm-hmm. the league and talked about the best offseason moves. How about signing Sammy Watkins? Maybe this is me trying to talk myself into something happening. But from what I've heard, from what I have thought since the signing happened, I think it will prove to be the move that helps the offense the most. That's a guy that has a chance to be their best wide receiver if he's healthy. And it's someone that, I mean, there isn't much experience there and the experience they have in Randall Cobb is old. So he is kind of bridges that middle gap. I think it could easily end up being Sammy Watkins. So my votes would go if I had to pick overall. And you could also throw in like, the signing of Jaron Reed there or some other things they did. But yeah. I would say the rich Passaccia thing, number one, but more so because of how horrid it was last year and how different I think it will be this year. But if we're talking roster on the field wise, I'd probably go Watkins.
1: So I'm not against the idea that Watkins could be their best wide receiver this year. I've just seen this maneuver from the Packers a couple of times in the last 10 years. We had it with Devin Funches. We're like, hey, we got this cheap veteran, gonna like revitalize his career here and be a great, you know, Wiley vet option for Rodgers. And the idea is good. It just hasn't seemed to work for the Packers. Doesn't mean this won't. Um, I'm a little skeptical of Watkins, but I'm hopeful. I think I, I like Devonte Wyatt. I think that would be my pick. I think he is exactly what a lot of Packers fans have been begging for for years. And because they took Quay Walker, which is a surprise, and because they got their wide receiver in the second round and they traded up to get him and it's Christian Watson, we kind of lost Wyatt in the shuffle. We've wanted a running mate for Kenny Clark. And we got it. And that kind of slid under the radar, I think, for a lot of Packers fans. So I think I'd say Wyatt, although I totally get where you're coming from with Sammy Watkins as well.
0: Well, you saying Wyatt kind of goes into the original move. You would say trading Devontae. Yeah, that's the move that led to the move. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to group them together for the purposes of this exercise because I like that. there's obviously the subtraction of the best wide receiver in football, but then there is the addition of a big piece to the defense that could be the best defense in football. The Reed signing is pretty sneaky nice too. Very they sneaky. Actually,
1: it's sneaky. And again, we don't talk about it because we're talking about all these other guys. But they added a top-tier blue-chip prospect. Again, we were talking about a blue-chip ratio the other day. Devontae White is one of those guys where there seems to be the national champion, pick a side of the ball. That's where all the elite players are. So the Packers got him, Quay Walker as well, the wide receiver discussion. And lost in the shuffle, they added a nice veteran defensive lineman piece too. And that's been a weakness of theirs. So now they have Prime Kenny Clark with Wyatt and Reed. And now Dean Lowry is a rotational guy, backup guy who plays limited snaps. We got everything we've wanted for a long time on the defensive line. And because of some of these other stories, we've kind of missed out on that. Haven't talked about it.
0: You mentioned blue chip ratio. He also was literally a four-star recruit. So he does fit into that whole equation. But yeah, I mean... I'll talk about the Badgers for a second here, but also it has to do with the Packers last year. First, when the Packers struggled a bit down the stretch, the Browns ran a lot on them. Nick Chubb had a lot of success. The Ravens were able to run a bit on them. They were a bit susceptible on the ground as time went on. And Kenny Clark is terrific, but they have bolstered that defensive line, maybe even too much. And you can't really have too many good defensive linemen. But now when you're that staunch up front, And it's a quarterback's league. It's a passing league. But that then helps out all the cornerbacks. It helps out all the safeties. It helps out the rest of the team. So I'm with you there. The way I see Sammy Watkins, and maybe this is I'm trying to talk myself into it, but you hear Devondre Campbell talk about what the change of setting did for him and what coming to Green Bay and the culture there did for him in terms of playing that one position, the mic that sets his game well, being able mm-hmm. to be a leader and really just excel at what he does instead of try to fit a square peg in a round hole. I think Sammy Watkins could be very similar here, where you're talking about a guy that, uh, yeah, he's bounced around and he's been in good organizations. He was at Kansas City for a couple years. I mean, he started in Buffalo. That's a good org, but generally has not been able to stick. And part of that is, he hasn't been healthy and the production hasn't necessarily been there, but also the breath of fresh air, I'm sure from his perspective coming to green Bay and the expectations aren't that high. It's not like he has a name where if Odell comes in and he's healthy, yeah. we expect Odell or, to, Julio. or Julio even yes, where we expect both of them to be their old selves and excel from day one. It's kind of, if Watkins turns into a stud, that's a crazy added bonus So I think he'll be free in that regard. And I can kind of look at the Devondre thing similarly in that regard.
1: I like all of their additions are set up in a way where these guys aren't going to be asked to do too much, right? Like Quay Walker isn't going to be asked to do too much because they have Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, edge rushing Devondre Campbell next to him. You like the safeties, like the corners, right? I like that. They brought back Rasul Douglas, which doesn't put too much weight on Jair Or on Eric Stokes, who's going to be in his second year. And then, yeah, they brought in Watkins, but they also drafted Dubs and Watson. And I even like Toure, big Nebraska guy from last year. Maybe the the best bad team of all time, right? So you're plucking talent off of that uh, that roster too. All of their additions are going to play a very specific role and they're not going to be spread too thin. And I love that.
0: Yeah, Samari Toure can play. I was impressed with him in Nebraska. He had a lot of success against Wisconsin when they played. Part of that does craft my opinions on guys is if you can go off against the Wisconsin defense, then you're pretty damn set to go off in the future where like David Bell from Purdue got housed. And that's why I'm not in on Purdue this season as much because when Aiden O'Connell went up against that Wisconsin front, he got eaten alive. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. He goes off against Tennessee, whatever. He has great games against bad defenses until I can see you go tear up Wisconsin. I don't know how in I am. On you performing, but Duray was able to do it. Played really well. I don't know what other options there are. Do you want to just spitball with so we mentioned Basaccia? I think that's the biggest, but yeah. it's off the field, so I guess I'd differentiate it from the others. You have Jerron Reed, you have the Devonte trade and all the aftermath of drafting. You have Sammy Watkins. You have Pat O'Donnell. Now sure. he'll bring <laughs> stability. He'll be able to hold the football. He isn't the best punter ever, but he could do it in cold weather. I think we'll look at him as fine, like good enough that we don't end up using him as the scapegoat at the end of the season if it goes wrong. But I don't think he's blowing anybody away. I don't know how many other significant additions there were. The rest is guys who were hurt last year that are going to come back. But that wasn't a move by Goody. Well,
1: I mean, Rogers, it wasn't a foregone conclusion that he was going to be back, I guess. I yeah. Mean, I- He was always going to be back, I thought, but that's kind of a technicality. I don't know if we can pick Rodgers. I mean, I really like the Packers draft. I like that they grabbed a couple of linemen, too. They just feed that position. They just keep adding depth, and that's a really good way to make sure that you're never running out or you never have a deficiency at a really important position, especially around your high-priced quarterback. Yeah, I think we've talked about all the additions. Quay Walker isn't a guy that Packers fans are talking about a ton. You know what I mean? We're talking about the wide receivers. I brought up Wyatt before we bought Walker. Um, I think he's just going to be kind of a fun wild card that they can move around and do a lot of different things with. And I like, I like that they have kind of that Swiss army knife to move
0: around and, and play with. I'm with you. six seven 1670. What do you think the Packers best off move was? We will talk about that more as we go on throughout the show today. When we come back, Tiger Woods has put out some sort of a statement. I will read it. There's also a fun fact about the Open that I saw on the telecast that I will mention has nothing to do with much, but that is what it is. Also, last thing on the Packers before we get deeper into the roster and all that good stuff, John Runyon, you mentioned the offensive line bolstering that position. John Runyon uh, starting left guard for this team. You know, Grant, I've been saying for like a year, two years, we need more Philly guys in Green Bay. I I think the more Philly guys you have that can perform, the better. John Runyon, good example of that. One would say Bill Michael's show, another above-average example of that. I would say the city (laughs) is looked down upon a little bit less since my emergence, if you will, but yeah, that is what it is. All right, 877-867-1670. We'll be back after this. More Packers, more talk on the Open, great farewells in sports, the Brewers, Wisconsin Badgers, everything. It's a fun Friday. It's the Bill Michael show.
1: This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone radio network. <laughs>
0: Welcome back in. It is the Bill Michaels show. It is a Friday, a rainy Friday, but a fun one at that Brewers win last night. Back in action tonight. Brandon Woodruff on the bump, trying to keep the good stuff going since returning from injury. Brewers trying to lengthen that lead in the NL central heading into the all-star break. Uh, The open is going on as we speak in St. Andrews, Cam Smith, two Camerons at the top of the leaderboard. As I mentioned, Cameron has never won a major in golf. Cam Smith, 13-under. Cam Young, 11-under. Both on the back nine of their second rounds. Dustin Johnson, a nine-under in third. Scotty Scheffler, Terrell Hatton at eight-under. And then you have a lot of names at seven, including Roy McIlroy, finished through nine today. So nine holes left to go. Shaping up to be a fun weekend. I can speak for myself. This is a leaderboard that gets the juices flowing, if you will, I'm going to keep it PG, but it is a, uh, it is one that brings much excitement. It is one that I cannot wait to wake up early to watch going into the weekend. Grant last hour, we spoke about the Packers best offseason move, whether it's Basaccia and the coaching staff to fix the special teams, whether it is the Devante trade, which included the drafting of Wyatt and Walker. I guess I'll include both of them because that probably played into the first-round strategy a bit. So I'll say Devontae trade plus Wyatt and Walker with him being traded. And then the signing of Jeron Reed, the signing of Sammy Watkins, a lot of options there. But a fun thing we did last night, Zach Heilprin and myself on our show, Kenny and Heilprin, the podcast, again, is out if you want to listen to it, talking Wisconsin Badgers, but across the college football landscape, who we would add to this Wisconsin team. And it's a good way to look at where the holes are or where you still have questions. And even if it's not a question where you still think somebody could improve in a certain regard, for instance, I like Wisconsin's wide receiving core entering the year. However, I still think adding a top of the line talent would do a lot for the team. So we talked, I talked about tight end for Wisconsin. That was my big answer. Take away quarterback. We actually did it without quarterback. Because the answer is quarterback, right? If you could bring in a Heisman guy instead of Graham Mertz, that team looks a lot better instantly. But here, it's uh, for the Packers, you have the quarterback situation figured out. So I want to flip this question to the Packers. If you look around the NFL and you had to choose one guy to add to this Packers team, who would it be? You could go, it doesn't matter what the contract is, it doesn't matter their age, just for one season, for this season to bring the Packers to and to have them win the Super Bowl. Grant, who would you add to this Packers team?
1: Well, I think Aaron Donald because I think he's the best football player. Any team would love to have Aaron Donald, but I'm going to try to have a little bit more fun with this. I think the Packers' biggest area of weakness is edge rusher depth. I love their top end with Rashawn Gary, and I really like Preston Smith, but I kind of wish there was a third guy. So I'm looking at... Pro football focuses specifically Sam Monson's edge rusher rankings. Tier one is TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack, Micah Parsons, Joey Bosa, Max Crosby, Nick Bosa. Trying to figure out which one of those guys I would like the most.
0: Well, I don't think TJ Watt, Grant, part of the fun uh, of this is I'm going to name a lot of names that either once were Packers or <laughs> had the potential to be Packers and would be great for this yeah. team. I mean, If I had to add anybody to have everyone shut up about Kevin King finally, TJ Watt. Yeah, Yeah. I just, it's too painful.
1: I can't go there. Is it because of JJ?
0: You don't want to deal with his brother?
1: I don't want to deal with any of them. Um, (laughs) They're like Wisconsin's golden family, royal family, and I'm just, I don't know. Uh, I think I'd have to take Miles Garrett give me miles garrett
0: so there's like, no I wrong answer here and aaron donald is obviously a slam dunk there i think yeah. it's safe to say rodgers is not the place i would go i'm not going to take mahomes i mean someone could come and call in 877867 if you want you could argue brady and i'll let uh, you argue yeah. brady just let given let caller do it yeah someone yeah. else can argue it and i will then probably agree in some ways given his Prowess in the postseason, but if I had to upgrade, some I, I'm not I'm not touching the quarterback position. I'll just put that out there. But if you want to argue no. Brady, more than welcome. Call it. My idea. Go ahead. So wh- where's this team weak? Grant they you don't really know what they're going to look like at tackle because of injuries, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about the tackle position. The special teams were weak. They could use a terrific punter. We don't know what Pat O'Donnell will bring. Or Turner. Yes. Tight end depth and even starting is a question with when Rob Tunyon comes back. That's one of my answers, but how about the Quite wide the receiving core? You know, yeah. they're going into the year. You hope we mentioned it. You hope Watkins finds some beautiful elixir and becomes the top five pick. He was supposed to be in the NFL and stay healthy. You have Randall Cobb. You've Alan Lazard, who you trust a little bit more. You have Christian Watson, who you drafted uh I mentioned Lazard. You have other rookies you drafted, a couple of holdovers like Amari Rogers from recently, but you know, Grant, what if they go? Crazy idea, and it's going to be really hard to picture as Packer fans. What if they go and add the best wide receiver in football, Devontae Grant. Adams? Oh,
1: I, I thought you were going to say Justin Jefferson. No, um, which would be easier to picture. I know he's on the rival Vikings, but I don't really have beef with JJ. Yeah, uh, Adam sure would fit. I'd like to think that (laughs) chemistry with Rodgers and Adams would be pretty good. Seemed like they could get some going.
0: You would hope. And I do want to put the caveat in for this exercise. The player you pick will then also not be on the other team. So that is a great argument for Justin Jefferson. It also could be a great one for Donald. So going to the AFC doesn't have as much of a benefit as staying in the NFC North and picking a guy that the Packers then won't have to face. That's what I tried to do for the Badgers because I went to Iowa's middle linebacker, Jack Campbell, their safety, Riley Moss, Northwestern's tackle, uh, Peter Skaronsky. options that Wisconsin will then not have to face when they play them to then help them in that yeah. way. So that could be the Justin Jefferson argument. <clears throat> My pick for this would be George Kittle. Yeah. Maybe a little bit off the beaten path in terms of who the best players in the league are, but we haven't really seen Rodgers with a... Best tight end and football level guy. Jimmy Graham was it once in his career, but he wasn't that in Green Bay. George Kittle's a ferocious blocker, so we know he would fit in that regard. He's also a crazy athlete. He is one of those kind of offensive transforming guys where you can't guard him with a safety because the safety's too small. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, and you can't guard him with a linebacker because the linebacker's too slow. Kind of like Rob Gronkowski, but a little bit different, newer age. Adding him, I think, would be the most lethal addition you could bring to Rodgers, even including the wide receiver spot, because again, we haven't really seen Rodgers with best tight end in football caliber guy.
1: Well, and I think Goody agreed. I mean, they tried to trade for Darren Waller. Yeah, I think they they love this idea of adding an elite tight end. Okay, I have a wide receiver question for you because I don't know how to answer this.
0: Can I throw one name out first?
1: please do before I follow up
0: that I needed to mention. And I think would fix every problem they had last year. Can we add Taysom Hill to this team? (laughs) Rogers takes a day off. You don't need to watch Jordan love play quarterback. You can do the wishbone with Hill. Every special team problem you ever had is fixed because he's a wizard. And then we can get into that terrible state of third and two that the saints did at the back end of Brees' career where they put Taysom Hill in at quarterback, split breeze out wide, pretty much take their Hall of Fame quarterback off the field and put it in the hands of Hill. I want to talk about that on sports radio on Monday when it doesn't work, yeah. because I think that was a, a pretty insane way to try to score. Yet think about it. You had the Swiss Army knife, you make every Packer fan happy that wanted the Packers to hold on to him. I think that at kind of like TJ Watt, it doesn't only fit on the field. It fits with everything we've heard over the last five, six years. And then that argument's over.
1: This was like every radio show that we did in 2018. Yeah. It's like, why did they let Taysom Hill go? We did that for months. Um, So we're practiced. We're polished. We're ready for that. If he came back, we'd have all the content ready to go. Um, I think you could make a great case to add any of the top wide receivers. I'm looking at PFF here, their rankings, their three tier one, a guys are Jefferson cup and Jamar chase. Um, And this is from earlier this month. Here's my question. I'm hesitant to say I would.
0: Well, a little bit of a lag there, which is a shame. I'm sure that was the most insightful wide receiver question. Uh, Our guy Brentley tweets in as we get the connection figured out. I I think it's back, Grant, but but I'll hit this tweet quickly to make sure it is. Our guy Brentley tweets in. He said, I'm going Travis Kelsey, hands down. Same thought as Kittle, probably a little better player, but from the AFC. He then asked us, what do you say if you flip this and use the Milwaukee Brewers? I think I would agree with what Grant said yesterday. I would love to have Freddie Freeman on the Brewers. We'll talk about the Brewers coming up next in the same ilk. Or later this hour,
1: I don't even think it's recency bias from the playoffs last year. He's Give so, me Freddie
0: Freeman. He's so good. He is.
1: He's so good. He also um,
0: does everything right. Like there's yes. nothing. There's nothing he's not good at. He's a perfect yeah. baseball player.
1: Maybe Paul Goldschmidt, just to get him the hell off the Cardinals too. There you go. That that would be another answer. Maybe here's my wide receiver question. Yeah, I'm hesitant to take one of these top wide receivers because I feel like if you add Justin Jefferson we're right back where we were with Devontae Adams, and that wasn't working, right? They have one wide receiver that's leagues better than everyone else. Rodgers probably throws the ball to that guy too much, and it's a problem. Is there a wide receiver in the league that you could add to the Packers, and it would be different? It wouldn't be an issue like it was with Adams, right? Is there a guy whose skill set is designed in such a way, or he's good at certain things where you could bring him in and he could be the only good guy and it wouldn't become an issue in big moments like it did with Adams. Is there a guy? Huh? Do you know what I'm asking? Yes. I can't. I mean, like, why would it be different with Justin Jefferson? I feel like it looked like it looked the last couple of years and without a number two, I still think the offense has a ceiling, but maybe there's a wide receiver in the league. That's a little different does some different things, and it would work in a way that it didn't work with Adams.
0: I think it would need to work with a guy that doesn't have enough respect from a defense that maybe isn't triple teamed on third and 10 with the game on the line in the playoffs. So then he could win that one-on-one battle. You know what I mean? Kind of accepting the fate of the ball going there anyway. Pick a guy that isn't necessarily going to be double teamed everywhere he goes.
1: So the worst best wide receiver...
0: I think that's what, about, what I'm going for here.
1: What about like a Gabriel Davis? Ooh. Maybe he'd be perfect.
0: <laughs> Gabe, Rashad Bateman Is Gabe Davis not just Alan Lazard in a lot of ways?
1: He, he is. Yeah. I'm excited to watch Gabe Davis, Gabe Dave and the bills. Oh, I can't wait for football. Wow. That's getting me excited, Ben.
0: The thing okay? is, the thing is, I'm thinking about all the options I could. Hmm. You know what? You know who I would say? Because he's so damn fast and so damn elusive that it won't matter. Well, the easy answer is Tyreek Hill. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say him because I I don't know. For some reason, this might be a it's crazy thing. Tyree Kill might not pass the eye test. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tyree Kill might not pass the eye test. Like, yeah, he can run under deep balls. Cool. Yeah. I'm I don't kidding. need
1: Rogers throwing more deep balls. We uh, need we need less of
0: that. Tyree Kill's terrific. The answer I would give is C D Lamb on the Cowboys. Because you can you can set him up in any screen situation. He's crazy yep. fast. He has terrific hands. He can get open on any route. He can get open on anybody. And he also is at the stage of his career before superstardom where maybe, and defensive coordinators are smart, but maybe they don't lend him the same Devontae Adams attention.
1: I've read from very smart football people who I like there are, there are smart football people that believe CeeDee Lamb is going to be the best wide receiver in football this year. Up with Justin Jefferson, probably. Yeah. A lot of people are really high on CeeDee
0: Lamb. As long as Dak Prescott doesn't hold him back, I can buy into that. Yeah. He's so I good.
1: CeeDee Lamb would fit really well in a lot of the things Matt LaFleur likes.
0: Exactly. And the thing is, when you have, I guess I'm saying CeeDee Lamb instead of Tyree Kill because I've seen the speed. I have also seen it be done And I guess I should stop with the Tyree kill stuff because the more I talk about it, the more I realize that it's just a stupid take, but the CD lamb thing, like you see it done when Amari Cooper's out is the number one, you see it done in the screen game. You see it done deep. You see it done over the middle. He can catch over guys. He can catch inside guys like he does everything. So yeah, I could see him being one of the league's best receivers this season. Without Amari Cooper, though, it's weird. Dallas, Dak Prescott's not the same quarterback when Cooper's not there. And now he's in Cleveland catching balls from Jacoby Brissett.
1: No, and aren't they having issues with Dalton Schultz's contract, too? I keep seeing his name pop up. Yeah. I need to refresh what's going on there. But well, their weapons are not going to look the same as they did last year. And I love Michael Gallup. He's a guy I would have loved to put on the Packers, huh. but he's coming off an injury.
0: You know, with Dalton Schultz, they're struggling with the contract. It's a good thing they drafted the next. Dalton Schultz, the exact carbon copy of him in Jake Ferguson. Yeah, they are the same player.
1: on with his contract. Mike Gusecki and Dalton Schultz going to play on one year deals. Mike Gusecki would be a sneaky fun player to pair with Aaron Rodgers, too.
0: Yeah, he's a big boy. Definitely like athletic. Him. He was catching passes from Christian Hackenberg, if I'm not mistaken. I just remembered. Oh, Trace McSorley. No, that was the yeah. McSorley years. I just remember that Penn State team, man, that was, I've always, I've always hated Penn State football growing up on the other side of Pennsylvania. It's just not what we grew up liking. So because of that, we didn't like it. One of those things Mm -hmm. that Penn State team with McSorley, Saquon, Micah Sicky. I think Chris Godwin was on that team too. Yep. I hated that football team because
1: they beat the Packers in the big 10 Championship game, or you
0: just hated him to hate him or the uh, Wisconsin.
1: Sorry, losing in big games. I defaulted to the Packers. Uh, <laughs> was it specifically because of that game that you hated him or did you have an issue with them before that?
0: Hey, I just didn't like any of the players necessarily. And it was because I already didn't like Penn State. And then they ended up meeting Wisconsin in the Big yeah. Ten title against Corey Clement, who is one of my favorite football players ever.
1: Yeah. What a great career arc for you. With Corey Clement doing great things at the Badgers and then making huge plays for the Eagles in the Super Bowl, that is cool. I never thought about that.
0: He had a hundred receiving yards. I don't know where that came from.
1: Trace McSorley is also just really easy to dislike. You just look at his face and
0: you're like, eh. Yep. I don't think I like him. Hundred percent. All right. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. We will continue this conversation next. Who we would add to the Packers? General NFL talk. We haven't done it much this week. It feels good to get out there. NFL college football talk. And then we'll talk about who we'd add to the Brewers. Same ilk. If you could just choose a guy off any team, I might make a couple caveats there with the best players in baseball. Like I might rule out Otani just because of what he does on both ends. But we'll talk about that coming up. 877-867-1670. If you want to join the show, it's Ben Kenny and Grant Bills. in for Bill Michaels.
1: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.